morning. When the lectionary scripture readings have gaps in them, it is often important and beneficial to look at the part that has been left out or skipped over. In the first part of today's gospel, we hear Jesus speaking to the people in a parable. In the second part of today's gospel, we hear Jesus' explanation of the parable to the disciples only. In the verses in between, verses 10 through 17, we learn why Jesus chose to speak in parables to the crowd. In verse 13, Jesus said, This is why I speak to the crowds in parables. Although they see, they don't really see. And although they hear, they don't really hear or understand. And then he quotes from the prophet Isaiah. You will hear to be sure, but never understand. And you will certainly see, but never recognize what you are seeing. For this people's senses have become calloused, and they've become hard of hearing, and they've shut their eyes so that they won't see with their eyes or hear with their ears or understand with their minds and change their hearts and lives that I may heal them. And then he tells the disciples, happy are your eyes because they see Happy are your ears, because they hear. Many prophets and righteous people wanted to see what you see and hear what you hear, but they didn't. In the parable itself, a story familiar to most of us, either as the parable of the sower or of the soils or of the seeds, Jesus talks about a sower who scatters the seed indiscriminately, almost carelessly, throughout the field, onto the road, into the ditch, everywhere, really. And in the explanation to the disciples, Jesus talks about the different kinds of soil into which the seeds fall. No matter what you call this parable, the seed is the word of God. And the soil is the hearer of the word. Or, in many cases, the ignorer of the word. Some people hear but don't understand. Some hear it and receive it but don't stick with it, especially under duress or challenge. Still others hear the word but get distracted by outside influences. Finally, some of the seed takes hold in those who are willing to do three things. Hear, understand, and bear fruit. We've all been each and every one of these kinds of soil, stubborn, unwilling to listen, willfully seeking our own way, letting ourselves be distracted by the cares of the world and the lure of wealth that choke the word. 
feels like the word is definitely being choked by the cares of the world in these days. It's hard to imagine how we can bear fruit and yield anything in these difficult and dangerous times. This is ultimately a story about God's grace, as my dear friend Susan reminded me. The seed in this story is the Word of God, His promise of grace for all. It comes to us in the hand of the sower, Jesus Christ. He is not concerned that the seed only be planted in the best most fertile soil. There is no scientific analysis to determine the best combination of climate, water, pH, or fertilizer. No, this sower flings wide the seeds of his word. The message of love and compassion, grace and truth. Straight from God. This sower lets the seeds of his word fall where they may, into the nooks and crannies, into the most barren places, onto the hardest of paths, into the emptiest of hearts. Why? Because God knows and teaches us through the word, Jesus the Christ, that he loves us. He wants us to have life, to have it abundantly, no matter where we start out or where we get lost, how far away we are. And this is exactly the attitude of the sower. The sower understands God's promise of abundance and so scatters the seed without worrying about where it might fall. God's promise comes to us again and again. We will have life and have it abundantly. We can sprout and bear fruit in all circumstances and despite all circumstances. If you're familiar with Camp Mitchell, you may know that just outside the far end of Hope Lodge, there is a large tree growing right out of the rock. Its root system is practically the foundation of the building. And I think about how that seed got into that crack, wedged between those rocks, and found a way to grow. Long it must have taken to push and push its way up toward the air and the rain and the light. How hard it must have been. But it is a thing of beauty, a remarkable part of God's kingdom here on earth. It is never too late to grow into our relationship with God. It may take us a long, long time to understand. It may be the hardest thing we ever do because we push and push against it. We turn from the light because we seldom think we're worthy. We shut our eyes and close our ears to the promise. 
But here's the good news. We already carry the seed, the Word, Christ Jesus within us. And so we can live our lives strong in the knowledge that God's grace is sufficient, even for us. And as St. Paul reminds us, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Grace is the free gift in which God gives everything, eternal life, forgiveness, purpose, meaning, to human beings who are constantly responding by trying to earn it. But grace is not something God gives us as part of a bargain so that we can be saved. Grace is the way God saves us. Just because He loves us. Even if we've been really bad. We just have to open our eyes and our ears and our hearts to the promise. Grace is God's promise. Faith is the way we receive a promise. And the only way to really receive a promise is to believe it. Thanks be to God, we can take it on faith. Amen.